three, two, one. Best advice I can give you, start drinking heavily. You're listening to the Four Takes and Fuel podcast with Alex, Ethan, Chance, and Colton. Welcome back to another episode of Four Takes and Fuel, guys. My name's Alex. Ethan. Chance. I'm Colton. I'm Austin. And it's uh, five of us today, so it's uh, the full Four Takes and Fuel, and we have a great guest coming to sit down with us, Mr. Mark Mode. Uh Owner, operator of Trickalimic Racing Chassis, uh, been an innovator of this sport for a long time and has been in the sport for a long time. And we're excited to sit down with him. Before we get into the episode, here's a word from our sponsors. This podcast was created by four guys that met at a local dirt track and created a lifelong friendship between the four of them. Located in Sterlington, Louisiana, Mojave is a dirt oval that offers kart racing for all ages. Age groups start at five and go up from there. If you're looking to get into dirt oval kart racing, you can find them on Facebook and Mojave Karting Complex. Definitely a family environment that will build memories for a lifetime, and you never know who you can meet and the friendships you can build. And we're proof of it. Yeah, we're proof. And uh, just go check them out on Facebook, and we hope you guys enjoy. Are you looking for a high-quality, more affordable clothing brand for you and your race team? Look no further than Sublimited. That's S-U-B-L-M-T-D. As they offer crew shirts, hoodies, racing jackets, leather and fabric, full body racing suits, and much more. Fully customizable kart suits start at $4.99, as well as fully customizable SFI 5 racing suits start at only $9.99. For more information, contact Laura Pender at 601-934-4073, where you can find them online at sublimitedapparel.com or on Facebook. When you reach out, be sure to let them know that we at Four Takes and Fuel sent you. We got uh, we got all the boys back together today, and we're pretty excited. Everybody's here, the whole family, like a big bunch, right? Yes, sir. Absolutely, we're the backyardigans. <laughs> the backyardigans. Austin was saying how all our boys. Oh god. Uh, Going on that trip, baby rocket shit. Bro, that's, that's not even. That's a different that's show. Lines, You're right. Dog. That's a different. That's a different show. Yeah. This is the worst Woo! football game I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Oh, we're talking about football now? Uh, I'm just, Dude, I don't even know. Listen, I looked. I looked over to the next screen. Colton, the ducks Man. aren't even. The, the ducks are in a circle right now, looking at each other, going, "What the fuck are we doing?" Mine are off in the pond, just you know, wandering off. So, um, I got shot. But boys, so. okay, all right, <laughs> all right, boys. Um, how's everybody been, man? Woo, man. Hey. It was, uh, it was a Monday of Mondays. Yeah, that's how Mondays go, man. Oof. I will say nothing was easy. nothing was worse than last week, though. I, I sincerely wish Alex would have uh, would have put my soundbite from when he called me in the episode last I, week. I, I don't know, man. There, there's always worse. You know, there, there's next week. Man, it oh, can yeah. always be worse. Oh yeah, yeah, it could. You couldn't hear yourself on the phone when I called you on the mic, so I wasn't able to put anything in there. Oh, thank God. Yeah, Ethan, Ethan, when we were recording, was trying to change a cabin filter in the car, and he was struggling very hard. The cabin filter won. No, it didn't. I, I got it replaced, but Jesus Christ, I'll never do that again. Dude, it's not that bad. I literally did I mean, I told you, literally, it's, you just bring the cabin filter to a place, and it's so much easier. You let somebody else do it. You pay them 30 bucks, and it's good to go. Dude, I had to uh, I had to make an appointment for an oil change. I would have had to make a separate appointment for 
appointment for that, and they probably wouldn't have been able to get to it for another. Yeah, I got three some weeks. places in Florida then because oh. I can go to my old change place at the dealership and, and drop do... your keys off. Exactly. Well, no, exactly. I just sit there. I just sit there. Well, but you just drop the keys and you're saying I need an oil change. Yeah. Exactly. I well, I did. I tried doing the same thing last week, and the dude looked at me and said, "Well, you need an appointment." I said, "You don't have a lube tech." Like, so you don't so have a fifteen dollar an hour guy. So so the problem with that is, if they don't have a lube center, usually they will only do stuff by appointment if it's just the dealership themselves. Ah, well. So like like the dealership Alex is speaking of, the one we go to has a lube center. Yeah. In the same parking lot, it's the same dealership, but it's the lube center for stuff like that. But if you go to the other ones, you'll have to typically do an appointment or you'll end up waiting two to three hours. Well, you would have you would think that the biggest car dealer in the in America would uh, would have a lube center. No, that's what you get for thinking. Yeah, that's what you get for thinking, buddy. But I guess um, so big news came out this week that Bristol's going back to two concrete races. What do we think about that? Thank God. No. I don't know, man. So, I I'm, I'm conflicted. Got better every single year. I was did, gonna say that, but I'm I'm conflicted because Bristol is by far my favorite track. So if I get to watch them on concrete twice a year now, I'm very excited. But the dirt was very, it was pretty entertaining. You know, it was something different. It was something it's cool. Different. You know, we had I, a I lot of they... good races, close races, like last year with Briscoe and Reddick and Bush. At the yeah, end, that I'll, was pretty cool finish. I wouldn't mind add the concrete back and then get rid of one of the road courses and go to Eldora. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, well, cool I don't see that. that working out at Eldora, but I get mean, rid of Coda. Get rid of Coda. Coda, Coda is, is not, not made for NASCAR. Coda is not. Coda yeah. is not a NASCAR track. It was never built for stock cars. Yeah, agreed. Or maybe get rid of the Roval. I like the role. If you go, if you get rid of the like role, the you need to go back to the night that the Charlotte Knight race in the playoffs. I like the role. I think it's Rolls okay. I mean, oh, it's not well, the greatest before... thing. No, but it's better than you know. Coda. Coda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. It, it, it definitely it, it makes it it makes it interesting because it's like a cutoff race of the playoffs. You know, so there, there's storylines. Every cutoff there's race is exciting. Yeah. Like, but, look at uh, this one. Look at this one that just happened. Yeah, that shit was crazy. It was, it was, it was a good race. Was, Joey Logano Rex, and then oh man, I was, I was so happy, dude. <laughs> I got, I got my, I got my buddy Noah to watch, and he are he doesn't watch NASCAR, has never watched NASCAR, and when the race started, he was like, "We don't like the twenty two, right?" I was like, "Damn, bro, you actually listen to what I say about NASCAR, you know?" <laughs> and 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 like something like. Something I was like, man, I really wish the twenty two would wreck. Five minutes later, he's like, oh, he's like, yes. I was like, Corey nice. LaJoy, yeah, Corey LaJoy got it done. Man, oh. I was so. Hey, so you know, happy. you know who else got it done on, on Saturday night? Who? You, Drew X, the boys in orange and blue. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. I thought. I thought uh, I yeah, go ahead and tell him. Go ahead. I'll spoke. let you get it out right here. Get it out. Come on, tell him. Tell him about it. I thought, I, Dalton. I thought he was be- Dalton. You know, I'm speaking directly to you, Just Dalton. Cause, watch, cause, watch your language. Because Dale <laughs> yeah. is a fake Tennessee fan. Okay. Um, <laughs> we handled up on your boys once again. I That's think okay. it's 17 out of the last 19. I think. 
That's all right. That's about the same record uh, LSU has versus Florida. So come November uh, 9th, Dalton will go ahead and handle that, and uh, we'll take care oh. of them. Tigers are going. Tigers going to chomp that Gator. Uh, Tiger bait. But uh, we'll back, yes. back to NASCAR. Before well, we get any further, well, I wanted to say a rest in peace to Sherry Pollux. Passed away Sunday morning, I think it was. Definitely, definitely sad. So, uh, just our, yeah. adult, our compares and condolences to uh, to her family. It's it's been a long battle, and it's uh, you know it's sad that she's gone, but definitely it's uh, it's it's comforting to know that she's not fighting anymore. Yeah, I mean she did. That she was did what a, a ten year battle, I think. Yeah, that was a long time. It's, but uh, you know, a spinoff of this, very very quick spinoff. Um, what an idiot! To Danica Patrick's social media post today. Man, that towards, long pause right there made it seem very bad. Towards Sherry's <laughs> yeah. ex, current NASCAR driver Martin Truex's press release for the passing of his ex-girlfriend. She basically made spot, it about herself. Uh, spot way off. Uh, definitely tried to make it all about herself. Uh, was a very selfish post. And... Uh, Honestly, just trying to get some spotlight after she doesn't have any for a long time. Well, I never liked her for, you know, quote unquote, obvious reasons either. So regardless of what their relationship was like, it's really none of our business, you know, between them and and just to say what she said, you know, that was completely uncalled uncalled for. Absolutely. But um, I don't know. Big news broke uh, Saturday afternoon that Live Fast Motorsports, granted backmarker, but you know, still in NASCAR, cashed in by selling their charter for forty million dollars. I think the charter Trackhouse. was sold in two thousand sixteen for two point six million. Yeah, that's what they were showing. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, and I'll tell you why this is a. Next level move on Matt Tift and BJ McLeod's part. So I know we spoke about it on the podcast, how the owners uh, boycotted the latest meeting with the France family in regards to the charter system. And it is because the NASCAR ownership wants to go away with said charter system, which would null and void the price tag that comes along with a charter which is supposed to expire in 2025. Hmm. Interesting. So did Live Fast Motorsports just absolutely cash in before the deadline? Possibly. I mean, it, you know, they're going to look really good if that's what the, the case is. But also they're trying to bring the, the price of charters down. So they still may have cashed in if they don't get rid of the charters, but they knock the price down. So. You know, like if, they, if they don't go away with charters, they're going to knock the price down. They're going to try and knock the price down. If they, you know, they go away with charters and obviously, you know, they either way they cashed in. Right. It was a good day. Yeah. I I wouldn't be mad with a $40 million check. I'm, no. Let's, let's no, be honest here. Well, you know, same. hey, who knows what happens because they also have the Xfinity team. So do they take that $40 million and put it in R&D? And, you know, they go from being a top 20 team in the Xfinity Series to being a top 10, 12 team. But do we you put that money see. in the Xfinity Series or do you turn around and advance a little bit? I mean, it would be the Xfinity Series. They no longer have a 
they only had one car in cup correct yes they still can oh, have a cup team it's bad. just not a charter meaning yeah, they're not they'll locked have, in. They'll, yeah they'll have to qualify on time right definitely so some interesting stuff going on zane smith signs with track house and man. don't know how that's going to work um yeah that's going to be he'll be racing out of the the aspire uh, stable though yeah which is weird but what's also very weird is that ty dillon signed a multi-year deal to go and quote-unquote win championships at spire uh, i don't I think, see him in, in that seat next year i, I think ty dillon's finished better than than 25th I think one time, and it was when everybody wrecked out this year <laughs> in the same car. That, hey, they don't ask how. They don't ask how. <laughs> you know, I I, I, I do stat. ask how, Alex. You know, how can your grandfather be Richard Childress and he's not putting you in Richard Childress affiliated equipment? Because I don't know, man. You so know, I, I think back to I think back to last or what was it two years ago when he ran the part time seri- uh part time schedule for. Joe Gibbs in the 54 mm-hmm. and the brother couldn't get it done then. Put him back I in don't a know. Tr- I just work here. All right. Put him back in a truck. Let's see what he can do. Put Start him back in Arca. <laughs> just go all the way back. Just restart. Can in series. Just just restart the whole thing. Just just but modifies. Supposedly the new, uh, new driver of the 77 has made a very, very strong case for himself with his very strong running in the Legacy Motor Club 42 Saturday night, uh, Carson Hosevar. He, he was pretty sporty. Then he, he was, what, ninth? sixth? Yeah, I think he was running sixth. Like, easily knocking on the door of the top five, I think, all night. Not bad. Not bad. That I makes guess, Noah look kind of bad. Yeah, I guess that further shows that it wasn't the equipment, maybe? Uh, equipment definitely has something to do with it. But we are missing the other big news. Um, and I guess this shows, I guess this is a uh, flashback as to the reasoning behind, what was it, the Atlanta race that the colleague cars um, couldn't agree at the end of the race? Um, with Justin Haley, but uh, Justin Haley has moved on to the Rick Ware, either 15 yeah. or 51 next year. And the guy that he was supposed to be pushing and helping to the win at the, it, uh, what was it, the Atlanta oh, race? Right. Yeah, I think, Hemrick. Hemrick's yeah. back up to cup. Hemrick 31. is taking the seat in the 31 next year. Thoughts yeah. on that? I mean, he's a champion. He, he is. is an Xfinity Series champion, man. But, you know, Look at look at Justin Algar. I mean, he's always up front in Xfinity. Had his shot, didn't do well. Hasn't Daniel Hummer already had a shot in the cup? Uh, yeah, yes, but yeah, that was Richard eight. Childress when Richard Childress couldn't get out of their own way. No, I mean, it's still, I mean, yeah, I mean, kind of same look with Tyler Reddick. Algar wasn't in good equipment when he got in the cup. Yeah, Algar was in the Turner Scott fifty one. I don't know. I feel like some people are built for Xfinity, you know, trucks uh, yeah. and, and, and cup is, you know, obviously I think there's people that cap just at certain levels, you know, look at Matt Craft and race trucks forever. Uh, you know, Johnny Sauter race trucks forever. You know, yeah. you're Justin all guys. Uh, 
you just you you have some of those people that just you know have like stay in that top level. Out. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's not that they top yeah. out or anything. It's just it's that's like, where they excel. Different cars drive differently. What what we see on TV, man, it's like we don't see like yes, there's a difference between all three series, but we don't see how how intense Cup Series is compared to the other two. Like it, it not everyone's cut out to be a Cup driver. That's and it's you no have disrespect to be because on, it still takes yeah. talent to do with the other but series. You have, you have to be on your A game all the time. You have to eat, live, breathe, cup racing. You know. Yeah, I mean, like look at Justin Allgaier. You know. Now, I guess you know. I, I want to propose this question to you guys. Out of all three national series, which one, if you, if somebody came to you tomorrow and said, "Here's a blank check, pick the series." There's no limit on your funding. We'll put you in the best car possible. Which series are you going to race full-time in 2024? Trucks. Probably Xfinity. I'm, I'm going trucks. I love the trucks. Probably going Xfinity because it's the best driving car they got right now. Colton. Man. If we're basing off iRacing, I don't know. That's For me, it's tough between Xfinity and Cup. Even though they're two different driving cars, but Probably Xfinity because they drive more like the old Gen 4s almost similarly. Less power. Yeah, just they, you know, they have the tire fall off. They have everything. That's, mm-hmm. Xfinity is probably the perfect car. I mean, obviously, you can manipulate. Well, you could. It's Trucks are very hard uh, just with the, the, the difference it is from the downforce. The, the downforce, yeah. And then. You know, with an Xfinity car, you can get away with a little bit more. Trucks is not so much. They're just kind of bricks. Um, but I feel like the Xfinity car is the most racy car that we have in the NASCAR lineup right now, other than, you know, obviously the three Arca cars that are fast. <laughs> Out of the 35 car field. Uh, not even. Yeah. I wish. But I got what you're saying. That's funny. So Yeah, I think I might have to agree with Alex. I'm gonna. I would pick 100% the Xfinity car. It just it's I the just, most racy car. Been, uh, I just love the looks of the trucks, man. I they love look the looks so of dope. them. I love the looks of them, but the racing. Yeah, I get the racing, racing product is is just not. It's all side drafting. It's it's all so air aero. Yeah, so it's all aero racing, and, and and it's the same with Cup. Yeah, I mean, you get behind somebody and you just wash right up the racetrack. Where Xfinity. It's not as aero dependent. So, and y'all, y'all know on iRacing, I love, I love racing trucks. It's just, I don't know. I like Xfinity too. I hate cups, cup cars on iRacing. Yeah, I, I think I prefer Xfinity as well. But we'll go ahead and we'll we'll get into a little bit of car racing news coming up. Uh, you know, shout out to Dylan Gray, uh, for going to Cowtown. He won the 500 to win a sumo race over there. Uh, so congrats out to him, man. He's been, he's been working really hard and chipping away and, and it finally paid off for a good day for him. And uh, just, just shout out to him. And uh, they, they have the, that TC summer done race coming up. Uh, you know, obviously it's all over Facebook. You know, we kind of talked about it the past couple episodes. So, you know, just if you're interested, go look on the TC speedways Facebook page and then, Mojave's racing page just dropped all the news for the indoor race coming up October 27th and 28th. One second about TC. They changed the name, their Facebook name to Turkey Creek Speedway. Turkey Creek Speedway. Okay. All right. Yes. Yes. Turkey Creek Speedway. 
Um, and it's it, under new ownership or new director direction. Yeah, yeah, I guess you, yeah. I'm not too sure. Ownership direction. Analytics of that. Yeah. But definitely go check out their Facebook with all the payouts. But like I was saying, Mojave just dropped all the payouts and entry fees for uh, that indoor race coming up. You know, we got some good racing coming up in Louisiana, and you should, yeah, if you're in the area or you're looking for some good racing going on, uh, and mm. you want to up your game, definitely try and uh, get out to some of these races we got going on here soon. It's going to be, it's going to be some good stuff. So, or if you want to tune up for Batesville, tune know? up, yeah, tune or, up for Batesville, yeah, or, or any of the indoors, yeah, or, you know, just more seat time. Uh, you know, there's, there's, there's some, some pretty good people going to the, the, the summer done race. Uh, so definitely. You, you know, if you're trying to, you know, tweak your craft of racing, you can definitely learn some things or, you know, if you're really trying to see what you got, it's, it's going to be a perfect time to do it. And, and, and the indoor race in October is definitely going to be a good warm up, uh, you know, good seat time for if you're going to Batesville, any kind of indoor um, coming up. So definitely check out all those races and uh, yeah, more information will be coming on sure on, on uh, that indoor race with parking and stuff. So be on the lookout and it'll be some good stuff, man. Uh, oh, the uh, the tunica, yeah, but that's back to tunica. Oh man, but it has been announced. That's true. The blue, blue what? It's the Blue Cities National. Yes, the old Paul Battle Paul. Arena. Yeah, Paul Battle Arena. Good old days, man. A lot of memories riding scooters over there. Yeah, so should, that'll be a fun one to go back to. Coco was really excited when he saw that. He said, I don't even care what they're paying. We want. I just want to go back to Tunica. Yeah, absolutely. So, Shit, I might come right up with you. Yeah, it'd be fun. Get some good memories. Yeah. But we'll, uh, we'll go ahead and get into the interview, guys. We are very, very proud and happy to bring Mr. Mark Mode on the show and, and talk about his career and how things have gone and, and just what he's done for our sports. So, guys, uh, we're, ha- we're, we're thankful he came on, and without further ado, here's Mr. Mark Mode. So, Mark, what's what's uh, what's been going on, man? Man, we've just been working hard, man. Yeah. Trying to, trying to survive this uh, economy the way it is. And it'll turn around sooner or later. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's, it's, it's going like it needs to be. I mean, it, it always seems to do this about every seven, eight, nine years, something like that. Yeah, it's, it's like cycles we go through for some I mean, we. I mean, obviously, yeah, it's the economy, but it's weird how it uh, affects us the most because of how much traveling and racing and stuff we do. Yeah, we got to do something. We needed a little bit of a police department, though, I believe, out here to try to get some of this stuff settled down a little bit, some less classes. And I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just a lot of – they're too, too long to racetrack. Just, um, Definitely. Too many classes. I mean, I love it to death, but don't get me wrong, but it's hard to keep a woman involved like that and with her kid and stuff, and they got to school the next day or, you know, they, just, they ain't going to do it long, you know, and if a woman ain't going to do it, she's pretty much done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, you, know, you, you know, you got to keep them happy. If you can't keep them happy, you really. 
ain't gonna be good. No, no, that's that's the number one person you got to keep happy. So you got to make sure that that she's all in, but also making sure that her needs are met too. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, I mean, we don't want to be there all day. I mean, you know, they'll get them two classes. You know, I mean, they'll choose plenty for everybody. You know, get out of there and have a good time and go home. Definitely, definitely. But uh, let's let's go back to the beginning of this, man. So so, how did Mark Mode get into racing? Well, I raced motocross when I was in high school for a long, you know, good bit, and started. I worked for Tim Richmond. I started working in high school with Tim Richmond um, in the shop. Really? And uh, at the Blue Mites. Then mm-hmm. was, then uh, worked for Rusty. Well, let's see, come on board. And then um, drag raced a little bit, and my one of my good friends wanted me to come ride his go kart on a Friday night, and I didn't have to drag race. And uh, I went and rode, it and I called my dad before I even got home and told him he could sell the drag car when he gets go kart. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but it's like the best kept secret there are. You know, I, I raced, I raced with Tim Richmond and him for a long time. We didn't know there's even. Go car siders, you know, we saw motocross action magazines, but I think we we need to try to get some magazines in the stores and stuff where it really I think it really gets sold in. Definitely. I, Somehow, I you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I didn't know about the Tim Richard and Russell Wallace. So so about how old did would you say you were when you uh when you got into go karts? I was in high school. Oh, you were in high school. Okay. Oh um uh, I was a late bloomer for that. I didn't start I was like thirty. Really? <laughs> wow uh yeah so- i worked for uh started in 90 started 89 90 started racing a little bit there with hooked up with uh gary freeze big gary freeze he had olympics he had an olympic but it, he wasn't doing nothing with it and i was just racing and he said man we just need to build a go-kart and we started building go-karts really so that's kind of uh, he was a good he was a smart guy I mean, I like Big Gary a lot. We, you know, we won a lot of races. Yeah. So let's, let's wait, go ahead. And little Gary drove it for me too. You know, we got we kind of had a team, and yeah, it was uh, pretty good for a while there. Definitely. So, so did you start out on on Big Gary's carts? Uh, is that what you started out on? No, I had a. <laughs> I bought a trick at Checker Flag. Mm-hmm. Um, it was adjustable because I, I like the adjustment. So they, they had one there that couldn't sail, I guess. And, um, you can move it in and out, move the caster and all that. And, uh, yeah. I got it and, um, wrote it for a couple of years. And then we made a Olympic called Olympic two. And we won a bunch of races with that. Yeah. So what was some, so was some tracks y'all ran back then? Well, Millbreeze was my home track. Mm-hmm. Um, it was banked up. It was to me, it was a lot nicer than it is now. But they run, you know, midgets out there now. And then we run a uh, West Track, Tyro, Liberty, mm-hmm. Coleridge. I mean, um, we run pretty much the same tracks we run right now. Really, really, that's really cool to to know that like uh, the same tracks back then are still here now. It, it, in case anybody knows, it's, it's really cool that they're still around. Leaf. I mean, Woodleaf was banked up. We were running there. Uh, it's called Two Flags at Concord. Mm-hmm. There's like 100 tracks in North Carolina. A lot of people don't know that. There's a bunch of racetracks in North Carolina. 
Yeah, it seems like if you just live in the center of North Carolina, you can go anywhere. You can go to 30, 40 racetracks in a, in a three hour. We're in Indian land, hanging rock. I mean, uh, we sneak off down to hang rock on Friday nights. They used to go on Friday nights in Indian land on Saturdays. Yeah. Yeah. I think Jamie had talked about Indian land a little bit, right, Chance? It was Indian yeah. land. Yeah. And yeah, he said Indian that it was, where the competition was crazy at Indian land. Yeah. Stevie Stevenson and a bunch of, I mean, that is. There's a bunch of dudes over there that run good. Yeah. Good. It was a good, good racetrack. And, you know, my, what I call, you know, the right size for go-karts. Definitely. Well, uh, a lot of people know whenever you bring a cart out or have a driver for you, you're always number 54 or 154. Where, where did that number come from? Where's the significance in that? That was my uh, football in high school. We played, uh, I kept having – I had 27 for Tim Richmond and everybody. Somebody kept having or so I kept having to change it. And I seen there wasn't nobody had no 54, and that was my football jersey number. Gotcha. So I started running it. And it kind of just started – um, And then everybody started running that too, so it's like that. <laughs> but Yeah, trendsetter, man. We, um, we finished second in the state championship four. We should have won it, but – we got beat by Greensboro Page, but we'll give them a good run. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely feel you on the number, uh, especially with the, the 27, 127 troubles. I went ahead and just – I'm going to try and stick it out at 127, hold it as long as I can if, if I'm willing. Yeah, we well, uh, have to switch it up. We run the old Milwaukee beer carter. That was pretty good. That was pretty good times right there. Though. I had to say they, they taught me a lot. Definitely. Work for six months without getting the paycheck. Oh, jeez. I just started going in there helping them. And Tim Brewer's creature said, um, I always said, you want, you want to start getting paid? I said, I wouldn't mind it one day. I thought he was going to fire me or something, you know. He <laughs> called me all said, I said, I wouldn't mind getting paid. You know, he said, well, damn, you've been working for a while. You might want to get start getting a little bit of money here. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm learning, but I mean, yeah, you know, taking some, I was some just money glad to, to, uh, I was just glad to be. Somebody teaching this because there was some big dogs in there, boy. Definitely. Definitely. So, banking off of that, man, I mean, would, would you consider that or who were, of all people, were some early influences in your start of racing? Well, it's hard. You know, Big Gary taught me a lot about go-kart racing. He was, he was pretty good, you know. We kind of got along good, you know. It's quite a bit different in a race car. I mean, you know, you just got to – it's pretty it – it, it was really fun back in the day because you could take two or three sets of tires and we didn't have bodies back then, man. You just have a ball, really. Yeah. I mean, we took – we changed the front clutch driver from Tyro to Millbridge, and that was all we changed. We left the same gear on the back, man, and we could run Friday and Saturday night with three sets of tires and win 500 bucks and go home. Yeah, now it's kind of it was just awesome, man. It was it was fun. Definitely, it's a it's definitely kind of been like a, a money war now. Kind of it's the, the the it's been more into a business than fun. Kind of is that is that what you? Yeah, they got too much money involved. They need to back off the money races, and it ain't the tires; it's just the money. Because if you got ten thousand to win, you can need thirty sets, and but if it's five hundred to win, you can get three sets. Yeah, like when we're at you home, know. When we're at home, I can run. I can run two sets all day long. Run three classes, and we'll be just fine. And it's like a five hundred to win race or a two fifty to win race. But 
when we go to these other races, you know, we're bringing, you know, 10, 15 sets of tires. Yeah, most people, you know, it ain't going to be but one winner and the rest of them is going to be broke and can't, and then they can't run the regular races because they're in the big race. And I hate to tell them, but they didn't have a chance before they left the house anyway. You know, somebody got 10% of the people winning all the money. I mean, it's just, you know, I just like being on that 10%, though. Yeah, it's always nice to be on the winning side and kind of looking like, oh, well, you, you, you made that bad decision, not, not me. You got to work for it. I mean, it takes time. You, you got to put your hours in, so you got to go. Eventually, they'll get there. But definitely, it's just I say that's any kind of stuff right now, and the way everything is. Yeah, definitely. And so you know, whether it was with you or one of your drivers, you know, what would you say probably is the most memorable win that that you've brought from the shop? Man. I don't if it's, know. Mul- I mean, if it's multiple, know, it's cool. We, we like them all. It's multiple. I mean, I, I won super heavy at um, – we had to run asphalt in the South Carolina, and they got like 600 average. And um, I put 800 on the right front before anybody else did on asphalt. Yeah. Because I come in after practice and run and see what's wrong. I said, I can't drive more than five laps. I'm done. <laughs> he broke his collarbone the week before, so he was just helping me. And uh. Yeah. He said, what are you doing? I put 800 up there and I had to cut the body slam off of it. <laughs> get it where it turned. And I lapped, I lapped uh, the field with about three to go, 26 of them. Jeez, yeah. Damn. Yeah, we're definitely going to But I mean, I could it. drive it one-handed with 800 up there and everybody else had a 500 up there. So you can imagine. Yeah, you had yeah. get a lot more to plant on. Well, it just lasted a lot longer. Yeah. That and, 500 and, would burn up. Yeah, there was yeah, less surface area. I but... told Rodney, I said, you can get ready. Cause that's all you're gonna see now. It's gonna be 800 cents right here, <laughs> and we'll kind of get into that a little bit later about uh, you know all the different stuff and uh, kind of being a trendsetter uh, because that that is something that has gone through your career for a long time. <clears throat> we won it. We won the 300 lapper to Charlotte by two laps the first year. That was pretty memorable. Jeez, I had a broke carburetor with 30 to go flathead, and Rodney held it up. He started skipping and popping, but he's, he's, I couldn't believe how he did it, really. For 30 laps, still oh won the race. By two, Holy we had man. three on him for that. Jeez. And then That's the next insane. year, we should have won. We're on second. They had a penalty. So we had too many people over the wall, but we didn't. Lost by two you. seconds, and they held us in the pit for 10. They got so <laughs> the NASCAR penalty, huh? Yeah, it was crazy, man. They just didn't. They really didn't like me, but it is the way it is. Yes. They don't like I, – I changed too much stuff, I guess. Yeah, you, you know, are. Probably a 10 cart. When I took I took a go-kart down to Jasper with Schumacher in the back of my truck, and he put an engine on it, and we ain't, ain't nobody ever cutting no birds. Not, we cut, I cut a template out like a on a mic. It was really quick, you know, and I made a little piece of aluminum cut. Cut these uh fifty fives with a bondo file. Nobody's ever done that. Yeah, I didn't want to put them on to the race so nobody'd see them. <laughs> and he almost kidding. slapped everybody. Golly, they come over there and Bob Gates come over and look. He said, "Well, it says M fifty five right there." Yeah, it's a little you bit know, thinner than almost had else's. to cut it off to get it round enough to get it to run. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, it was badass. But the champ card, I made it like seventeen inches wide. I said, <laughs> well, "I'll give y'all an inch." He said, "The rule book says." 16 i said i said i thought it's kind of crazy myself <laughs> <laughs> it was mad as it could be you know and he said man you gotta quit doing this i said well open the rule book 
I mean, he didn't throw me out but told me I couldn't bring it back. I thought that was kind of memorable. Yeah. She might have said this thing nasty, boy. <laughs> but, yeah, you, you're definitely known as an innovator of our sport. For it sure. Was, it's been fun to, to make stuff. I mean, I'm always thinking about stuff, looking at stuff, and seeing so you make it better. Definitely. Definitely. And then, then you know, it, you know I, I know a few years ago, y'all won the G-Man, huh? <clears throat> yeah, we won the Lambited, and we won the year before that, we won the Champ Lambited. Mm-hmm. Big O, one pro limited and one really should have won open, but we just didn't have the right circumstances. Yeah, that's when the the all y'all sat second or pole or something like that, and that's when the fog rolled pole in. By ten and a half. Yeah, and, and the uh the fog rolled in and it, it uh just didn't work out in the morning, huh? Yeah, we were supposed to run at nine that night though, and somebody didn't have their tires like they needed them, so we had to wait on that to about twelve thirty, you know. It is what it is, but we were supposed <laughs> to run at nine. Yeah. Boomer used to drive for me a long time ago. We won the national championship together. I kind of thought we was a little bit better, but, you know, he, he wanted to win it worse than I did. <laughs> I mean, you know, and then he only gives two sets of tires, and it's kind of, it was kind of a rough deal right there. I, I did my tires for 9 o'clock at night. I didn't, you know. Yeah. Some sad. people saved them because they wasn't no good. You know, Steven started 21st and won it from the bike, you know, because he's just saving his tires for the next Mm-hmm. race when he went to but i was on the post so i had to get mine pretty close to about the same you know yeah you, you, had, to, you had to be able to and ride out. my decision when i was gonna run you know i just wish they'd give us another set of tires i mean because i had dean johnson's engine on that thing was pure t nasty boy <laughs> yeah dean dean's a and we had to take two picks off of it to keep it from spinning i mean it was so nasty it was spinning the tire we had to detune it a little bit god yeah, dean puts bad. out a nasty piece man it was wicked, man. That thing just it just and it run only two hundred and eighty degrees. I said, man, something's wrong with my microphone. He said, no, nah, it's right. Two hundred and eighty <laughs> degrees. Never seen an open ever run over most of them about four feet to five, you know. Yeah, a little bit that, yeah, you, a little insane. bit hotter than a clone, yeah. Yeah, they got it. And that's why his stuff, you know, runs in my opinion, because it keeps it cool and it won't blow head gases. That's yeah. insane. Yeah, I, I know I know chance uh, two hundred and eighty one degrees. That is wild. I mean, that's like refrigerator temperature for a motor. Oh, I know. And it was an open at that. I mean, it, we had so much top in it. wouldn't be fun. Yeah, she was just letting – she was stretching her legs. Yeah, and we were running his limited on the champ. We actually broke wind on him at then iron seating. That's hard to do, boy. Yeah, especially in a champ car when the draft is everything. We just went on out there and left out of here. I, I, I never – I never ran any of his opens, but his clones were very, very strong in about 2014. I got three yeah. of them. Yeah. yeah. But three I, brand I mean, new clones and two. Got a limited, animal limited, and a flathead stop. Yeah. Chance Chance was telling us if you call, uh, when, they, when they'd run, it was, uh, you know, a weekend, send it back, a weekend, send it back, a weekend. Yeah. Send I got to take it every weekend to get springs. Yeah. Yep. But he only lives about 45 minutes from me. No, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. <clears throat> he's really, he's, man, he's, up on it though he's he's really stated art i mean it's just bottom line he's got the best i've ever seen everything really yeah he uh he gets everything he out of it his to the next level really you know it's all the way far as you can go with it really definitely so you kind of talked about it a little bit uh you know uh with big gary and stuff like that but when did you know 
building chassis. How did that come into for how did that come into the play? Well, he just had Olympic and he wasn't doing nothing with it. So we started it. I went and borrowed 50 grand from my uncle and uh, started it. We started building chassis. It was kind of slow, you know, you know, kind of almost went under really. And one afternoon, me and a guy named Ronnie Johnson was helping me. Mm -hmm. I said, I want to build an all set car. He says, What are you talking about? I said, I want to build something crazy. (laughs) It was like five o'clock at night. And uh, Tyro was running the next day, like the first big race of the year. Mm-hmm. He said, when do you want to run it? I said, tomorrow. He said, you're crazy. <laughs> I said, well, you ain't going to get done doing this. I said, just take out one apart right there, and we'll just take all the components off of it. And I bent the frame at night and welded it up. Took it to the track, and little Gary kind of looked at it and said, man, this thing ain't going to work. I said, if it don't, we'll throw it in the trailer. Heck, we're going all three by half track, like human heavy. <laughs> The car so was like even 24 hours old. It was called a Testarossa. Really? And then uh, the next um, weekend, we went to Liberty, and it was an even bigger crowd. They had around like three heat races. We had tracked them. And uh, Tony King, uh, James Bryant, come and bought 10 of them. 10? Golly. Ordered 10 and uh, got, the one, got the second one I had. I got five grand for it back in the day. That's a lot with no engine on it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's, that's yeah, <laughs> that's a hell yeah, that's a lot. Especially back then. Well, this was uh, like you said, what early 90s? 90, 94. Yeah, golly, and that's crazy. I mean, because like chassis right now are you know, lo- like four thousand and like low four thousand, and uh, for, yeah, to get I mean, five my, grand back then, that's insane. Yeah, it was um, yeah, but you didn't see how much of a lead we had. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody else everybody else on straight rails you can just imagine a bunch of margays and stuff like that yeah so so I you're mean, what, you, you know it was tricks and bullets and stuff like that you know phoenix so you rodney, the rodney first... was on a rodney was on a phoenix running gold plate at millbridge and i could tell he was a pretty good wheel you know he's like 14 15 I hadn't restricted plate and uh kind of me and little gary kind of kind of got a little I guess old, you know, together for a long time and kind of. So I got uh, riding to drive and everything rained out on Saturday. And he, he said, What we're going to do? So we're going to go down to this place called Checker Flag on Sunday. It's running 500 to win like me and heavy. Mm-hmm. He's 15 years old. It's just me and him. I couldn't get nobody else to go. Yeah. Went down there and he had tracked him and like me and heavy, never been on a. Uncon, I mean, an unrestricted flathead yet. You yeah. know, Rusty Jones and there was a bunch of good guys down there, and about twenty some of these class. He said, "I ain't never turned it left yet." <laughs> I knew then he was going to be really good. He, he ended up being really good. Yeah. So, Absolutely. so what kind of jumped to that man? So, is that how the the relationship with Rodney kind of started that that first Sunday race? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, he he only lived about two miles from me though. For you know. That that's really hard to find somebody like it, you know, to drive near you, mm-hmm. you know, that can drive. Yeah, you know, a lot of times you can make stuff work. You know, me and me and Dub, man, he lives in Georgia. That's kind of hard to deal with. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Will, man, really, but, you know, really being hard, that far man. away. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't waste stuff out. It's just, it's just hard to, you know, to do something really, really special. You got to be. Own it a lot, yeah. And so, 
you know when when did you and Rodney go full time together? That day. That day. So from mm-hmm. there on out was was uh, he was he was your house rider. Mm-hmm. Him and Jamie Rose. Yeah. So so y'all y'all were also y'all were really dominant together. Y'all 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 were yeah, really we good. Kind of had a little team. We had Tim Reed and Purple Plate, and then like um, Josh Nichols run Gold Plate, and um, Clay Rogers. You know, Clay ended up being a pretty good wheel man in race cars. You know, he, he was really hard to beat and play. And Jaws was really good. Uh, both of them was in gold plate. They were really tough. Yeah. Warren Smith drove for me. He was really good. Chase got it. Chase Elliott ended up getting a go-kart from you, huh? That's, yeah. He, um, Bill Elliott come in here, him and uh, Abraham come in here and looked at the cart and Throw some cash out and took it home with him. And he won a he won a ton of races down in Georgia with it. For he hung it up there at the pool at the I guess the pool hall down there. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. It's hung up on the wall. Nice. It's a pan. That's pretty it's, awesome. Mm-hmm. See, I've see, had I, a bunch I, of race car drivers. I didn't know Rodney ran for you until I listened to the Dale Junior download, and he said Mark Mode and Trick, and I was like, whoa, that's cool. <laughs> I'm sure you. Oh, we won. Sure. We won a bunch of stuff. I mean, oh, yeah. we won. We doubled up at Thanksgiving. I don't know how many times. I mean, won everything. Yeah, and this, this is back when there was there were some dogs in the field. There was a lot of people going to these races. Well, and- back then, man, you didn't know who was going to win the race. I could almost pick who's going to win the races. Now I can give it three or four drivers. I'm pretty much going to have it. Now, back then, man, you it was hard to say. Yeah, hundred drivers going for one class because there was only so many classes. Yep, the probably the heat one cars were down there when they had to run, we run heat races. It was it was crazy. We qualified like at two in the afternoon, didn't race till like seven in the morning. Cool. <laughs> they run like nine heat races though. Jeez, you got in the crazy. back of the eight. You got in the back of seven. I said, "Good lord, man!" Jesus. <laughs> I mean, it was, was um, two hundred so something class. Was it one heat race or two heat races? Well, they're running like the ninth heat, and then you got in the back of the eighth heat. Oh, okay. So Top five like... got in the back of the seventh heat, and then you oh, all okay. finally got down in the semi-main before you got to the main. God, so it was kind of like a, like the the soup at the chili bowl or something like that. You had to keep moving. Yeah, through. It, it was crazy because they didn't have nothing. You know, two lap micron. You know, two lap qualifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all, and y'all set pole, so y'all got to wait for all these heat races to go through, and y'all oh just wait to hit it the feature. It was like I wish we could get on the racetrack. You know, it was just like crazy. Yeah, y'all, y'all could have went back to the hotel, had dinner, lunch, you know, took a nap, came back. And we won. We won the open race at seven thirty in the morning. They was calling practice for the next day. Golly, that's and we, insane. Uh, I was over there in Tech, and I said we're going back to sleep for a little while. <laughs> I said they can they can have this for a little. We went back. Didn't even practice or nothing. Come out the next day and won again. It's pretty Damn. good. Or slam out. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, uh, you probably know. the biggest win that I remember, you know, J.O. Furrow drove for him. We won Daytona, which to me was the municipal stadium had 250 in stock. Heavy. I don't, I can't remember That's any insane. bigger class running for 30, 30, uh, spots and, uh, seven of them time for the exact same time. That is insane. Damn. All the way down to nothing. You know, we put a half a track on second lap tenth. It was that was pretty pretty dominant right there. It was pretty one medium and heavy. Medium at two thirty and heavy at two fifty. That's that's so many people. And, and yeah, I mean, it was uh, 
we just had it dialed in. It was it was pretty nasty that day. Yeah, and you know, you ever think about it, like you've had so many big names ride for you? Like that, that's that's pretty damn cool to say that you know they've been on Trek Olympics chassis. Dennis Lambert, I mean, you know, Gaylord. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, that's a bunch of people. Rodney, I mean, Robbie Davis. You probably don't know some of these people, but Robbie Davis is really good. He's, you know, he was a hard worker too. Dennis and Robbie and Rodney was probably the three hardest people I've ever had work for me. Yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. Love, to see. They, they just get they get after it. Yeah, it's and it's kind of cool to see what some of these people have gone on and done after you know after they had you know, all kind of parted ways. I mean, Rodney's a crew chief for Kevin Harvick now, and that that's super cool. He still calls me all the time. He 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 loves. It. He wishes he could ride again. He just really. <laughs> he came back one time and rode, and he won two classes. It's really? like, uh, he just scared he's gonna get hurt, you know. And just wow. um, he still what? loves it, man. He loves it to death. Really, he he's got one of my go karts. He runs a GoPro. Really, on his road course, he got he goes over and plays. Nice. I build I build a road course car. Yeah, it's a. Uh... It's it's not LTO. It's what it's oh, the LTS. LTS. Yeah. Level ten freight rail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I remember that. <clears throat> I took it over there to GoPro and we um set pole by half second. First time I ever seen joint. And uh That's awesome. the two oh six and we put we won medium and heavy both. Yeah. But I had a good driver. I mean Dan Dan Kohler, he was he's really good over there, but I ain't never seen a joint before. Really? Yeah, here's a pretty fun place to go. I think Trackhouse just actually bought GoPro. I think I'm correct. Yeah, yeah. I think it's James now. The right. name. Yeah, yeah. So you know, we'll we'll go back for a second. Um, Trick Olympic. You know, you talked about how Trick was already chassis, and then Olympic was Trick was already great. there with Steve yeah. Cyrus, and then he called me up wanting. To, uh, he's tired of running the circuit. You know, he's getting older, and want me to come over and run the show for him. And me and Ronnie was sitting there about to die. We was working four or five in the morning. We was six <laughs> months behind. Yeah. We was cutting tabs out with flat bar, drilling holes and stuff. I went over there. It's like they had everything. You know, it's like uh it gave me a third, you know, him and um uh, Stu Cyrusson and Mike Morton. Mm-hmm. And instantly went over there. We started doing twenty five chases a week. Damn, that's pretty damn good. Fourteen hundred a year. That's pretty I mean, good we were six, seven months behind. Yeah, that's crazy. So it was so, pretty good. We did 30 in one week. I wanted to see how many we could do. <laughs> we worked four tens. We was off on Fridays and we did 30. Damn. In the truck, that's, out uh, the door from the rail, you know, from Cuban out the door. Damn. So, that's so pretty you, tough. yeah, yeah. Y'all had, y'all had acquired Trick and Big Gary had Olympic and y'all ended up coming together and making Trick Olympic. Well, see, I, when I started, when I come out with the Olympic, you know I mean, when I come out with Gary, you know, I I, I guess more or less I bought it because when I left, when I kind of left there, I just took it, you know, took the Olympic deal. He, he didn't go over there with Trick. It's just me. Mm-hmm. And so now now we have what is, you know, known as Trick Olympic. So I, I, I've we always... bought, me and Morton bought Stu out, and he wanted out because Stu used to work at Margay. Mm-hmm. You know, they used to be 3500 a year. I yeah, thought man. that was amazing back in the 80s. And uh, we bought him out. And then Morton, he had a roofing business. He just told me, he said, man, you, you made me enough money. And, you know, you worked hard. I'm just going to give it to you because I'm doing good over here on this roof. So he just gave me the, his part. And now I got it all himself. 
that's not a bad deal. <laughs> no, nah, but that's not a he could have made me buy him out or whatever, you know, but he's he got it. Definitely. If I had his, I'd definitely fold mine. <laughs> <laughs> so Mark, man, uh, would you would you say the creativity um, you know, for, for making that chassis turnaround, you know, less than twenty four hours? Would you say that that was kind of like an influence, or is there a certain reason why you uh, just stuck to the chassis building and not a full cart shop? Well, you got to really focus on one thing, you know. I think if you try to build engines and stuff, you know, but you just, if you got enough people, but it's hard to. I had 12 employees back then. It's hard. We never even had a full week. Um, I could never get a full crew to work a full week. Yeah. I mean, there's always something, you know, I mean, I hate to say it, it's kind of like kindergarten you know i had to always there's always something you know but it's hard to keep to me it was hard you know i seen harold try to do the engines and the chassis it you know i didn't think he didn't think it worked too good i don't believe you know Mm -hmm. i just didn't think you could do both and be good at both kind of leave that to your your sole engine builders and then you leave the tires to the tire guys and you know you build the chassis and put out a good i did the tires i mean i still i mean i did all the tires the whole time but um that's the insides was hurt tires i mean man i wish we'd never would have done that really shoot putting the inside prep yeah for that it was great you just stick a new tire on there and go you know the natural oils the inside the tire. And on the right. stock, you just run it off. You run it off the limit. We always put a new tire on the limit, and we just put. I had to run that. We put it on the stock and run, run it. Yeah, we might have wiped the top, but we didn't have to roll on the inside. Dennis started that crap. <laughs> <laughs> he's a hard working man, though, but he's boy. He worked pretty yeah. hard. I mean, you know, he was really good with tires. Yeah. So. If if he would have only known what would have come from that, what it would have became, you know. Oh yeah, it's a war out it's, there. It's just the insides. Just some of you make some of your variables. Yeah, you know, if it wasn't just on the top, you didn't have to have all them tires. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you wouldn't have to have I a mean, four week, you, you three got week, week three rolls. You know, heck, you didn't know how many times you wiped that thing. You know, on top. But yeah, inside changed the game, man. Yeah, because you know, like you were saying, different CCs, different week old re rolls. Oh yeah, you know, it yeah, just. just uh, but it's crazy. It's crazy how much that'll change speed too. It's just insane. Uh, you know, well, sidewalls just makes a big. It just changes sidewalls so much. Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, you could have a new tire, but being a year old, you know, something you know, it's gonna be way harder than a new one off the boat right there. You know. Oh yeah, a lot of people don't understand that. To say he had new tires on too, but they could have been sitting around for two years. Okay, yeah, I got. You got, don't really know, you know. They toughened up a little bit. Mm-hmm. It takes a new tire in Iron City, but it don't take a new one just out the boat though. It, yeah, it's you know, not, little, not at a good run, not at the big O or something, you know. It needs a little age to it, but kind of yeah. kind of factors it all down when you get your tires at the racetrack, you know. Yeah, I mean, on a Friday night over there, to me, that place is the best they are because everybody said, man, it takes a new tire. I said, yeah, but I can just take a new t- two, t- two sets of tire and I'm done because it's mm-hmm. a new tire. I said, these other places is a nightmare. Rerolls, qualifying, new tire race. You know, I mean, it's like 
that place over here just takes a new tire. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's really crazy how tra- like it could be close to similar dirt, but it's it takes totally different tire. That night, you know, iron that one twenty. They both over there was they both about the same deal. You know, it just got really good, and you couldn't wipe when it got past a certain time. Yeah, Definitely. I mean, I liked it, but you know, I wish they left it alone. You know? Yeah, I just uh, liked it. This one was almost perfect. You know, it was a little bit of a drafty, but it's still just, you know, you gotta you gotta make a track where it's it's kind of difficult to drive. You can't go out there and bank it up and make it where everybody because nobody will have separation. You know, it's just it just makes it for bad wrecks and stuff. You just need something that they gotta be able to drive. Yeah, and, and you know, Cole Johnson had kind of went on Facebook and talked about that. You know, bring lifting back to where you kind of got to drive the go kart. It'll kind of, it'll it'll just bring better racing. So I, I see oh, what yeah, you're kind of I mean, saying. You just gotta, that. you know, makes you driving better. You gotta, you, you just can't hold the wheel and turn left. I mean, everybody's followed it later. You know what I'm saying? It ain't really, it ain't really good racing like it. Yeah, and down here we have a lot more driving tracks. So it's kind of like who can like. For an example, uh, this past this past weekend when we went racing, uh, you know, turn three and four was pretty tricky, and you got you had to drive it a, a totally different way. And if you couldn't figure it out, like you were going to lose a tenth or two. And I just kind of I kind of appreciate that a little bit more because if you know it, it, the more experienced you are, the more you can realize it, and the you know it kind of a little bit to your advantage. But people who aren't that experienced, you they can learn from it, you know. Well, you ain't got to sit there and, you know, a lot of them boys just sit there and, and back in bumper drive, you know, they won't look over the bumper. They sit there and hold behind somebody and draft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's just, I mean, that game's kind of fun every now and then. I, I'm like, I better run a short track any day of the week. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, we, we touched on this earlier, you know, with the 800, uh, on asphalt, uh, you, you have always tried to, you know, push the limits of racing with, with our sport and do something different. I mean, you know, we are the LTO was our first trick we bought and we still ride it. And in, uh, when we first looked at it, like the steering components in the front was totally different where the steering shaft and everything connects. And then you have the adjustable on the right front and it, it, you just you've always done something different. So what's the thought process behind that? Well, it's. You kind of, you know, it's kind of like if you ride the same thing everybody else is riding, you ain't going where you think you're going to beat them at. Yeah. And Josh yeah, kind of said you that. You got to have something there. You got to have something a little different, you know. As long as it'll work, you know, it's got to be something a little different than everybody else's got where you can make some speed, you know, or, or, or do something. You just can't. I mean, to me, if you make a go-kart, well, how are you going to sell it to them? Yeah, it looks the same as everybody else's. You know, if you make it different, and then you go out there and halfway make a good run, you know, you got some good selling point. You know, in my opinion, definitely. I just don't like. I don't like following somebody. You know, I like making something different where they can't say I went over there and jigged it up or whatever. You know, I just ain't really into that. Yeah, I got a body I'm fixing to make right now. Just fixing to change everything. I believe. Really? If I get it done, it's gonna be pretty sweet. Really. Okay. I probably try to call it wrong, <laughs> but it, it will. You know, I'm gonna come out with it and see how it goes. Though. Yeah, that's all you can do is try. And I feel like that you you that's what you do a lot. I won't stop. I got. I'm about ready to go. I got a brand new Intec 26 foot fully loaded. I mean, it got two champs and three flat carts. 
I'm pretty much got everything ready to go. Yeah. And right. I would I would say that, you know, I've seen just about every go-kart and red road, almost every brand, uh, that, you know, the, the trick is almost the most adjustable go-kart on the market, if you ask me. Well, you got to have it now for the stuff, the way everything, everybody's acknowledged, you know, from, you know, it ain't really, if you don't want to mess with it, just don't mess with it. People say, I, I, but don't touch it then. Just act like it ain't there. Mm-hmm. But it's there if you need it. Yeah. I mean, you know, like on the asphalt, I took the right front, moved it out. And I had actually had a wide for he never drove it one time. But I went to Hick, I went up there to uh, Day Speedway. Mm hmm. And it, we had to draw, of course, I draw dead last. We draw 22nd out of 22. <laughs> he was leading lap two. Jeez. And he was just absolutely had him killed. But I moved the right front out on the LTO, you know, and then I tried to run it on. I tried to take the corner and let um, Dub run it, and it wouldn't get off to a lick. And I had to screw it back in the middle, and it took back off. Yeah. So it was like I had two chassis right there in one. Yeah, and I will say one thing about the LTO is we've had to actually stop the thing from from rotating. It rotates. Yeah, is like, it, it's a very it, it rotates very hard. Yeah, it's almost front end dominant a little bit, but I did that because I made the LTO to we can put a nine hundred on the left rear because Ant Man said I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's about five o'clock that afternoon. And I started building the jig. I said, "What the hell are you doing?" I said, "I'm fixing to build this go kart." He said, "You crazy." <laughs> I mocked it up about two days later. It's that blank. Yeah. So, it. <laughs> we we had Josh on a few episodes ago and he talked about how, you know, you'd always talk about doing something and you always go back and forth about how it ain't gonna work and all of a sudden it works. <laughs> yeah, I put a nine hundred on the left rear and he said it's gonna hit the seat. I said I can make it where it don't. So I did it. It was kind of tough, but we did it. And that's yeah. what I did it for because I thought it would really be badass on a open or something, you know. If they wouldn't have that tire rule at the big O, we was going to do it. But then we only got two sets, and I was going to ruin another set right there, and it was kind of impossible, really. Yeah. I think it will be pretty pretty sweet, really, because that, that little 600, just, it can't take all that. The load? Yeah, just the... It's hard on it. You've got all that cross in it. Mm -hmm. I, I want to I touch on the Riddler. Um, that was the only trick cart i had and man that thing would rocket off the corners compared to any other cart still to this day that i've ever had it just i don't know that thing was super fast and like high bite tracks for me uh yeah we we me and steven Adams, we won a ton of races with that thing boy did, didn't you didn't y'all win the the first ten thousand to win race with it well that was when i come out with a joker which is a, oh it's a the sister, joker the sister of the is a sister yes. of the river Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, I brought it in the back of my truck and we won fourteen five that weekend. Damn. He told, back of the he truck. told Josh Hare about it, you know. Here come Bob Gettys down there looking at it, thought it was gonna be illegal. Bob looked at it said, No, it wasn't Bob, it was uh Boy Maloney. He came down there, he's taking me and he said, That's a hell of an idea right there. He said, Man, <laughs> you come up with some stuff. I said, appreciate it. I appreciate you not saying nothing to nobody about it. <laughs> he said, That's "I awesome. got you." We went on a tear right after that. We won like thirty-five grand, like there in a couple months. Jeez, Wayne awesome. Poole, all three at Margaretsville, Liberty, all three. We have tried to win Wayne Poole race. <laughs> it, it was pretty sweet. And one cool well, thing, 
Go ahead. Oh, uh, what was the idea with the like the Riddler steering wheel, that big re- half rectangle thing? Um, I just took. I, the, I, I ain't a lot of it. Kind of for the stomach wouldn't hit the, you know, your stomach kind of stuck out there. Yeah, I got you. Is the that idea kind of, wheel I, is just is where you push to keep your hands. You know, you always pulling down. Yeah, and you pushing up. So I mean, you get tired. You know, you're only supposed to really drive with the left hand, but you get tired, you kind of want to start driving with the right, does it? Yeah. It's just the, the ideal place to keep your hands. They both shouldn't be at the top. I mean, uh, no, it, it was very comfortable. It was just like, so I, I came from PRC to that, and it was just like, man, my hands are way out here. <laughs> it was just very strange to get used to. Well, it just keeps keeps them where they're supposed to be tucked in on you. You know, you're supposed to not be up there where you, you're supposed to keep it down around you, you know, your stomach where your arms has got something to lay on it. You don't need to be up there by yourself. Yeah. And so I where you start sawing the wheel like a chainsaw with her, you know. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of the ideal fat boy. That's, you know, I, I love that wheel. It, like, cause I yeah, can, I had the one inch for the little guys and nine inch and eight for the big guys. Yeah. I, I'm a big fan of it. It's just, it feels so comfortable. I can just grab with a couple fingers on the left side and that little the where it, the bars meet and i just put my hand on top on the right side and it is just it's super comfortable oh yeah i mean it, it saves you from getting as tired too you know because you getting your hands in the right place it, it helps you yeah you just relax with it i used to get tired that was the main one of the main things <laughs> so, so it was more of like trying to keep you that's in the why i put that 800 up where i told them i said ain't no way i was gonna make 20 laps holding this mm-hmm. thing ain't no way <laughs> You're just trying to get it to drive. <laughs> that was the only itself. reason I did it, just to <laughs> hope it, I could drive it a little bit longer, and it, it ended up waking that thing up. Well, yeah. But I'd say you know, they uh, there's a lot of big races we won. They didn't know a lot about that. A lot of people done forgot, but I'm going to come back there and show them again. I guess. Yeah, I gotta let them know. <laughs> it's been it's been a uh, a good run though. Yeah, yeah, but you kind of been you kind of been like not yeah. You haven't been to the racetrack in a while, haven't, huh? Well, I'm building this motorcycle right here, and I hate to say it, it's been in my garage, and I've been in my way, so I got it out and cut it all up and put it, you know, I'm going to take it and sell it, so, but I had to make something crazy, so. <laughs> you just had to get that much out. the motorcycle I've ever seen, in my opinion, but, you know, at least, you know, I guess you got to think if you do it yourself, or Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I've been going a little bit, but I ain't it's hard to go when you don't have nobody there. Yeah. So you know that that and it's hard to go help people anymore that if you don't have your hands on the tires or you know, know what they put in them. It's just hard to go sit there and try to help them out and then they don't have nothing what they need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And you look bad because He's over helping them. They didn't do nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go up there and help them. They might have had the wrong tire prep, you know. Or it's just, you know, it makes it tough. Kind of one of those deals you go you go there to help them, and they already set themselves up for failure before they even left the house. Well, it's you- always one at the shop. I mean, pretty much, you know, if you, if I go to the track and they worked on their stuff, I don't mind helping them at all. You go there and they just got it out. Wiped it off, and you know, and you can tell they ain't done nothing all week, and they expect you to do the work for them. It makes it hard. Definitely, definitely, you got to put the work in. If I'm gonna put the work in, I'll be glad to help them. You know, yeah, for sure. That's that can that can definitely get frustrating. Yeah, I mean, you know, 
it makes it fun when you go help them, you know, because it makes it like, you know, you, you build a good piece, you know, it ain't just the one you got at your house, you know. Yeah. I've always strived for that, too. I, everybody says, man, why are you different? I said, well, I don't think you can get nothing that the JL won. I didn't get no money out of it. I mean, so why, I don't really care who wins as long as they win. Yeah. You know, and, if I got half the person, then it'd be different. You know, it wouldn't be no different, <laughs> but I never did, so. And, and you, you know, you, you see all the Chargers and the Premiers and stuff like that. You know, does it – do you ever think, like, you know, why isn't there more LTOs or Cutlasses out there? Like, does that ever – you ever think about that? Well, I know why they ain't, but, I mean, it's just uh, – they're you know, they got a lot of money behind them, and mm-hmm. it's hard to – it goes back to the money races. They're just getting a little – they're getting a check right there, and I just can't afford it. You know, I'm yeah. barely going to be able to afford the tires. And so it's like, I dang sure can't pay them. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going on, really. Well, I mean, the, the colors, the colors already got a pretty big win this year. It, it won the, the with, with Matthew Robinson, it won the Max Daddy, uh, the Super Heavy Max Daddy, right? Yeah, I tested it. When I first tested it, though, it was with Preston Spark. Mm-hmm. It, um, we went to the Paradise and we had him killed. I mean, he ended up wrecking it, but I mean, it was so nasty over there. I couldn't believe how fast it was. It was like, golly, we yeah. had 10 and a half on the field. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, it, it was kind of touchy. You couldn't miss the corner, but I mean, still, it was just road speed was just bad, nasty, yeah. nasty gas. You just leave out of here. And one of the coolest things that I think you put on the chassis, and honestly, to me, it's like, it's, it's, you know, after racing with it, and seeing a few things, it's probably the safest way to keep a bumper on a go kart. Is you you put those, uh, the little brackets, and you put the bars going to them. Uh, I thought I like that. I like that a lot. I like that. Yeah, idea. I mean, I've seen so many bumpers come off and cause people races. It ain't funny. I mean, I I think I've seen three come off at the big O that one year. It's like black flag them every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like man, there they go. Either you ain't gonna weigh enough, or you. You know, it's a safety issue. Yeah, definitely. It's pretty sweet, really. It, it, it's a little bit of a weight, but, I mean, hey, you got to finish the race first. Yeah, and you're, you know your bumper's definitely not coming off. It still can, but you really going to have to be hitting some money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I try to make everything raceable. You know, a lot of people try to make money on stuff. I try to make it the best it could be. I put aircraft bolts in and stuff. It's already – they're not drilled. They're poured. They're not even drilled. You know, they got a hole in them to start with. Yeah. They're, 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 they go on airplanes. Damn. I didn't know that. They're more straighter. You know, they're not, they're not, you know, ain't no bolt straight. You, if you, want, you, you can turn the kingpin bolts and down and change the camera on a good car pretty bad. Yeah. But the, the tolerances are a little bit better on the aircraft bolts. Oh, yeah. They poured in a mold. Damn. They got a lot of tolerance. Yeah. got to have the right, you know, Going air, you know, airplanes pretty high. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. Let's get on. Oh, boy, you could go. Okay, I was just gonna go to the uh, next question of the evolution of chassis building over the years. How how do you go about coming up with something new, and how's that process been like since the beginning for you? Well, I mean, you kind of look at the racetrack side of training, you know. You, Sometimes you go 
there for a year, you know, they'll all be wet or something's crazy. And it'll be like different states still be all the same. And you go there for another year or two and they'll be just dry and hard and fast. You just got to keep um, making stuff to, for the, what it's calling for. I mean, you know, I always just try to get it free as I possibly can get it and just have to get the tires dialed in from there. Yeah. Roll speeds for it. You know, we drag racing now and just got to, <laughs> you know, the, the prep will get it through the bins. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So, like, you got to get it to roll. I mean, it, you know, I had Cole Johnson drive for me and we won the Pro Reaper race. I had to work on the go kart about six hours when I got to the track, but he ended <laughs> up winning the race. You know, he said, Man, this thing's nasty, boy. Yeah. I wish if I had him, boy, it would be. And he's, he's another dude that really works hard. He kind of wants, you know, wants a lot of them boys. They might want it, but they'll never show you, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He does. And he, he's after, you know, I just, if I could have him, boy, it'd be, he'd be really nice, really. Yeah. Good driver. Definitely. Absolutely. He's, he's a good driver. For sure. We were but, in Piper, uh, Charlotte, and he's never been on asphalt before. And I let the left rear hub loose because I'd changed the axle out from dirt to asphalt. I had to go to the shop to get the go-kart the next morning because when I had, I didn't like. God, Terry, we got the qualified pro, and that was it. And he about flipped because the left for hub come on. Oh, man. He started dead last, and he was leading on lap five. Put a half track on second place, and then about 87 lap, he fell out of the seat. <laughs> We've never been on asphalt before, you know, and they didn't have a single cost. Yeah, that'll oh, it'll man. it'll it'll pull some G's from one. In, in Charlotte, Charlotte, you know, I told him I wasn't ever going back because it's. I said I didn't sign up for a Supercross. Yeah, I mean it was terrible. It the bolts sheared off the bottom. Was that? Right, are you, that was the you're racing, drug every bolt off the bottom of the frames. Yeah, racing the, the like pit lane and all that, like like the legends do for summer shootout. It's yeah, we run on the same track they run. Yeah, okay. Just the cup see. cars has got it rough down the down the pit road and stuff. It's terrible. Yeah. I mean, it, it I, I, I see those legends bouncing. Cars. It would come slam off the ground. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, yeah, well, we'd but, pull them five up off four over there, and then you pull them five at the big end. He was just, he said, this thing here is riding, boy. Yeah. And, and it was good. And for a little bit, you know, we kind of talked with Josh about it is, you know, y'all were able to knock two stones out at once. You know, y'all were testing, uh, you know, multiple things at once. Uh, so, you know, was was that that was pretty helpful? What's that? Uh, when you and Josh were coming out of the same shop, he was saying how y'all were able to yeah, I mean, test Josh, multiple he's things. Another, he's another hard worker, man. He's good. You know, we tested a lot of stuff. You know, it's just um, I knew it was gonna be good though. I mean, I hate to say it, man. I've been doing it long enough, and it ain't. I know what it takes to get in the run now. And, there won't be one that comes out here that won't run. Yeah. Because I, I know what it takes to make it run. Yeah. And, you know, I, that took a long time, to be honest with you. That took a long time. A lot of times I was just guessing and copying or whatever. Now I know what it takes. It, it ain't, it's like nothing now. It's gravy. Yeah. Back the back of your hand, you know, you put it in there and you ain't got no doubt in your mind it's going to run. Yeah. I mean, I know it's going to run. I mean, it's just, I didn't have no doubt when it took. Took the LTO was going to run. I knew it was going to run. I knew when I took it. I took it and let little termite drove it at Liberty, and he had a half a second on the field. I think is that right? I said, not, not a half a tenth, a half a second. 
golly. He's he was so fast lot. he couldn't even drive. He had he wrecked. He couldn't even drive it because he hit everybody. Center <laughs> the corner, he catched him too quick and not. He said, man, if AWOL had been on this thing, he'd have liked to see him. <laughs> That's funny. I said, yeah, probably so. Yeah. So so I, I do want to I, I want to go back to whenever you were talking about you made that offset chassis for the first time. What what inspired you to do that? Was that did that come from big cars? Because I, I I'm not sure if big cars had offset. Well, we only could run a half inch, you know, cup cars only a half inch offset, but you know Okay. It's just it's just, you know, seeing modifieds and stuff like that, you know, out there running and it's just I knew it was gonna have to cool the tires off. We need four tires better than three, you know, or mm-hmm. two. You know, a straight rail just kills the right side tires. I mean it doesn't get off. You gotta cool them tires off to you know, to make four of them run. Kinda yeah. like what Blinkwist does, you know, he's you know, he was one of the first ones to do that on a you know, late model. Definitely. I mean, that changed the game now that everybody's got offset still to this oh, day. Oh, yeah. When I made the redemption, I got it on multiple tube sizes at different places to keep, to try to keep it solid at certain places and stiff at certain places. Yeah. It still, it still murders them at AC. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, something else that you're known for, you know, other than being, you know, trendsetter, you know, always trying to do something different. But every time you come to the racetrack, you got probably the best looking go kart they got, you know, trailer, truck go-kart wrap everything whether from powder coat to the body color there's something it's all looking good you know what, what has that always been a thing for you or is that just something that's came along well, you know this i've always liked neat stuff and just different neat and you titanium tungsten and you know it's all gotta be i guess right you know mm-hmm. i just like you know somebody said you could have got a different trailer and i said i want i want all aluminum i want the baddest thing they got and I ordered a, you know, what I, you know, I think Intake's probably the nicest one out there right now. Definitely. I mean, yeah. it's light. I mean, it's lighter than my dang boat. <laughs> it's like, uh, this thing here is right. Yeah. I mean, I just like stuff. I just like neat stuff. I just get online and look for stuff and little clips and little pins. I just like stuff like that. It just makes me it's like picking up a new girl. <laughs> yeah and, and, and i've seen pictures of the shop i've seen pictures of the shop man everything's organized you have little buckets for everything around the table you put the go-kart around you know everything's hung up you know it's just it's all organized man you know, that, that helps a ton yeah it makes it a lot faster just, you know i hang it up we used to kind of keep them together they get scratched up and hang it up by itself and dirt's falling down you know and it rising so mm-hmm. It's just you. You could just reach up and grab it, and then you spin the go kart around. It's just you gotta have, you gotta make speed, you know. Yeah, efficiency just, um, and do it right. So you know, it's just um, I learned all that stuff working over there at the twenty seven card. I mean, if you if you didn't clean the shop up before you left, you was done. I mean, it's just like still had to be put up. Yeah, so it was pretty instilled in you pretty early, you know, working with Tim Richmond and stuff, and you saw kind of how they processed everything and worked and had their systems in place, and it kind of rolled over into this. Yes, sir. I mean, definitely. I was in high school, you know. It was them boys hard on you too. They didn't, you know. You, I was just old broom pilot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you know, I I think I think sometimes nowadays it's definitely taking. You know, people don't realize, you know, they might have, you know, like you say, you might have swept the shop, but you were watching, you were learning, you were taking it in. And I feel oh, yeah. like, 
I feel like that's a big thing that's missed in this generation now is they're just complaining. People complain about how, oh, I got this low level job or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But you could be watching and taking notes and really kind of craft yourself. Oh, you got to, it's all about, you know, you got to love yourself and then you got to, you just got to get after you can't, you can't just sit around. You, you're never going to learn. You got to do it too. You can't just watch really. You got to get in there and get your hands on it mm-hmm. and do yeah. it. I mean, it's just the bottom line. You can watch somebody cut a tire. But you go over there and try to cut. It's totally different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to get that feel. You know what I'm saying? Man. If you try to do, it looks like it ain't nothing. Then you go over there and try to do it. You done cut down to the cords, you know, I mean, it's like, yeah, I mean, you, it ain't the same. Yeah. Or you got like waves in the tires. So you cut one side a little too yeah, low. If you use it, it doesn't grow rubber back. Yeah. I didn't know how far I could cut them verses at the time when we cut them and ran them when she might drove, but I just kept on cutting. I knew I just had to leave out M15. I had to leave out 55 on there. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you it went to town on them. I put some tape on where I could see it, though. We cut it with a Bondo rouse, you know, and put it on the left rear of old go-kart. One other thing, you know, was Wayne Howard and Chris Howard, we we went and run the – he wanted to run all three North Carolina, all three South Carolina, all three Nationals and goal plate. We won seven out of nine. Damn. And run second, another one in fourth, and we outrun Wayne Poole. He was running for Todd. Yeah, it was a um, we had a good run. We won all three South Carolinas, two North Carolina, and and two Nationals. That's crazy. That's it was crazy. a good run. He was a good little driver. Yeah, man, and uh, I I think for this next one, you know, rolling from the creativity from you know the best looking pieces there, having the best equipment, and kind of just the process behind everything. What where where did the names come from? You know the the Riddler, the Apex, the Monster. Where yeah, where does Double O Seven and all that is? Yeah, most of them come from when I name it. And them boys at the shops. I mean, you can't name that thing that car right there. I said, well, it's not got a no chance in hell not to never get it now. Yeah, but it's definitely <laughs> gonna get it now since y'all said I couldn't do it. I mean, but uh, the only one that I didn't name was the Apex and. Brandon Mullis used to work here. He named that. I thought that was pretty cool. It was the center of the corner, you know. Mm-hmm. So he's got the rest of them I come speed. up with, you know. I come up well, with I all the rest of them. It's, it's really hard. That's probably – I told somebody the day, I said, designing a chassis ain't nothing. I said, the names was hard. <laughs> I said, it's almost impossible, man. It's like, you know, and Antley kind of messes with me. Talking about LTOs, the same as what – CKI had their theirs was left turn only. Mine was level ten. I'll say that. So it's not even close to the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he still says it is day. It is, but it's it's all three different words. Yeah. It, you it, know it, the level ten. You know, I'll say it's, it's just you know they theirs is called left turn on. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. It's just hard to do though. Really. Yeah. Really, the names, it's really hard. And somebody's <laughs> already, really. already got it. You, know, you, you got just, all the geometry the and, and all the numbers put together. You got the roll speed in it and all that. <laughs> what people would think would be the easiest part of giving it a name. It's it's the hardest. <laughs> Stu was kind of Stu was kind of one of them guys that just, he, he only had one sticker trick. Yeah. See it? But, I mean, he, he would name L. It looked like an L. And he named it A. It looked like an A. It mm-hmm. was, was kind of simple, but. You know, he he do like acid, man. I don't know how you do it. Yeah, and Austin's Austin's ran a few of those. 
Uh, yeah, the, uh, the Apex definitely lives up to its name, and that thing would ride. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I wrote one of them myself. I actually won, you know, the last national they had at Carnival and Buggy was 30 deep, and I was, that thing's wicked, boy. Yeah. I've yeah. won more races on the Apex than I ever have on any other chassis. I made time. it. I made it. Um, went to, uh, Went down there to South Carolina. They don't run there no more. What's it called? Run big races there. I had a drag race pit in it. Hmm. Anyway, they were running all the... I-20? No, 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 I-20. No, they had a big Kahuna there, James Moore. We had a Panos, and Todd beat us all day, about two carts off two right there, and he sat there, and he won light, medium, and heavy, and then they stopped everything and had to... Another whole practice sort of thing. I had the apex in the back of the truck, and so we got to get it out and just try it. <laughs> I said we we done done everything we can, and this thing. Andy Murray was doing, you know, doing the tires, and Jay was driving. Yeah, we put it together, put over straight away on yeah. for the big Kahuna with the apex. Yes, yeah, the only thing I got was a dirty go kart in the back of my truck. Go watch, <laughs> <laughs> man. You definitely and put some win. pieces out. Definitely, like because uh, good good times, dude. definitely. Like so, like we, uh, you know, back home, you know, Sean Cormier, he, uh, he, he always had tricks and stuff like that. And Austin rode Apex. Mon- I rode a Monster a couple times. Austin rode the Monster. Uh, always some good chassis. And then we're really good friends with with Curtis and them. And and uh, that's why we ended up getting on the LTO. And it's just been some some awesome pieces, man. Yeah, I mean, um. We try to. I try to just pay attention to all the stuff, and you just got to make it just the best you can do every time. You know that it's, there ain't no cheap way of racing. You know, you just got to build it right. You know, you, there ain't no what do you call a cheap edition. You just ain't gonna win with it. Yeah, I ain't gonna make it. Yeah, because I mean, I'm, I'm going all out with the best you can put on it. Definitely, especially when your name's on it, like your name, you know, your name's back and stuff like that. You definitely want to put oh, a yeah, product people out. People bring go karts in all the time. So please don't take this thing and run it because I mean it's just, and then they'll sell it to somebody, and then just, man, it just puts a bad taste of, of Trek hard, Olympic man. in their mouth, and it's not even, it's not even your fault. It's because yeah, I like to take up. that thing, and cut it up, boys. Man, I wish I could saw this thing in half right now. But <laughs> yeah. I know what they're gonna do. I mean, I hate it, but man, dang, I don't know. I sleep at night. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I told I tell people every time I wouldn't buy a used go kart ever unless I watch it run, and I got to have it right then. <laughs> you that's the only time I ever the buy anything anybody. Yeah, that's just. I mean, that's simple, you know, because they're selling it for a reason. Definitely. Probably because it didn't work, or they been it. Yeah. Or they couldn't get it to work. Let's say that. Yeah, but I, I do want to know the name, the, the reason behind the Cutlass. The name of the Cutlass. It's very different. It was well. I mean, obviously, they had the car, but I didn't name that one. Then I just thought about it. Mike Willis named it. Really? He's sitting in here. And he worked for me for two years in here, and didn't want a dime. Really? I ain't never in my life seen nothing like it. I mean, I I I appreciate him to death, man. He builds a lot of. L206 is over there at Millbridge and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's called uh, Bulldog, I think. Bull. But I mean, he's a really good dude, man. He worked for me for two years and helped me out. But he he, he said something about Cutlass. I said, that's a badass name. <laughs> Put a K to it. <laughs> See, we spell it with a K, you know, get cut less, you know. Yeah. Don't, you know, 
because everybody talks about he got cut deep, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I just thought it was cool, man, and that was really hard to come up with. Yeah. I said, I hate to tell you this, but I'm fixing to use that. He said, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate <Yeah>. it. <laughs> and then Antley wanted to use it, but, I mean, he said, man, I, I, I trade with you. I said, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he always liked doing them race car, oh, cars and stuff, which, I mean, it's good. Yeah. Really, I think the baddest name I ever come up with was a test for us. I, I still think that's the baddest name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was just good. Um, been tested and roasted their ass, you know. <laughs> kind of like what they say, or they say the pantyhose is running like, it, like you know, was running their pantyhose, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, like, <laughs> I like that, man. I like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool, you know. We won, we won that dang big race at, at Daytona. That was nasty, boy. Yeah, they had jail and that blame. Uh, see, back then the car could weigh more than two hundred pounds. Really, but we was like stuck in stock heavy because. And lightweight, we only had five pounds on the good car, and we was like 15 over. The only class we could really run was medium. Yeah. I told him, I said, goodbye. I said, we need to go to the Yamaha place or Suzuki place and get a road racing jacket. <laughs> I said, they heavy. I said, they can't really say nothing. And yeah. uh, had shoulder pads in it. He went uh-huh. with all that. And uh, car weighed 198. Go. He stripped down to nothing. <laughs> you know, in the in the thing, and uh, George Krug was in there. He said, uh, he graduated Jackie says, everybody ought to have one of these. They're really safe. I said, pay up, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they was raising hell. I mean, it, it was a thing we had to, you know, it was kind of hard to get get it not to weigh 200 pounds. Yeah. Really hard. It weighed 198. I mean, they had that rule about him trying to keep the big guys, but he was right there in between. Yeah. He ran a carbon fiber, everything, and lightweight. And we put everything heavy on and heavy. Yeah. Steel yeah. toe boots. I mean, two tongs. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you, you had to do it, though. Yeah. You're trying to find weight somewhere. We, um, but the jacket, it weighed a bunch. Well, it was, it was, he said, that's pretty slick right there. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking outside the box again. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got to, you can't go in there and put no weight in it or not, cut no holes. We just bought a jacket that, they run road course, the road races on, you know. Yeah. So y'all was talking about building racetracks or something, you know, doing a race. I heard some of y'all talking about racetrack. Uh-huh. I like to build one with a corkscrew in it. <laughs> a corkscrew. I think it'd be badass. Make it where to go down there like Laguna Seca, you know. <laughs> I just think it would be the ultimate dirt track race track there ever was. Yeah, that'd be a driving <laughs> track for sure. I mean, it just it would just be this feels sweet, you know. You know, you drive in the mountains when you got a sports car out. That is, mm-hmm. yeah. you go down another court and come back and just have a little sweeping right, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, Beaver Creek had a road course track, you know, to run nationally. That. Did it really? Me and little Gary took the road course cart down there, and I took the off. I took the test road with me, just having the trailer. We was jump with that road course car. I said, "What are you gonna do?" So we're gonna try this road. We're gonna try this test road out. We had a half a second on moon. All of them. Jeez. To the right, it would pull the tire off the ground on the right rear. You could see air up underneath it. Holy God. He would just yard them right there. Right that right Jeez. turn. He would kill them five cars. Jeez. I said, that thing's killing them in the wrong place. He's supposed to be killing them in the left turns, not the right turns. It was just bad fast. It was just it was open. Yeah. It's, I it's, mean it was crazy how that thing worked on that car. That was a badass racetrack right there, though. Yeah. 
So it had a little sweeping right. It wasn't real hairpin. It was just kind of it goes for a while, and then you had to go the long ways and turn a long sweeping layup. Whip. That was a sweet ass racetrack. Yeah. So we have this little segment we do. It's it's five questions. You pick what you know, whatever first comes to your mind. It's a little rapid fire. So we'll start off with the first one. Uh, your favorite chassis you've ever built. Uh, probably Joker, but they call it wrong. You know, they they, they call ended up calling that good car wrong. <laughs> Beach or mountains? Beach. Favorite food? Lobster and steak. Yeah, there you go. NASCAR or what about Outlaws? World of Outlaws now. And then <laughs> yeah, favorite tire? Go karts. Yeah. Bridgestone. Really? <laughs> there we go. But back in the day, I mean, I was for the inside. But I mean, the 800, to be honest with you, they made the 900 too wide. It's just too much. Tires standing up too sidewall standing up too much and it makes you run off that corner right there yeah the tire needs to be more crown on a bigger wheel the 800 was more crown and it wouldn't burn off as you know it's easier to get going you know the, the tires less sensitive now because it's standing up too much you know and when you wear that little edge off it's done it's kind of tough getting to play right there but if you could put it on an 11 inch wheel you'd have you'd probably be good again yeah but 900 had so much more roll speed than 800. You just had to get it figured out. Mm-hmm. But it's just so finicky. Everybody said, you're a go-kart finicky. I said, it's finicky as everybody else that says the tire. It's just, there's so many variables there that, that you got to do. But it's standing up right there more. It's kind of hard to get it right. Yeah. It makes it harder to get through the bins, I'll say that. Yeah, definitely. It definitely got more roll speed than anybody else's out there. But, you know, you got a big money right there to beat, you know, to try to get. I know what's them got the Reaper out there. As long as the tire is good, you know, it, it'll be good, you know, but it's hard to get these tire wars going on. That, that just, it's hard to have all these wheels and stuff. It just makes it confusing for a new dude to get in. I can tell you that. It makes it real tough. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, I like going over to GoPro, man. I got one set of tires, man. We go over there and have a ball, man. That's fun over there. Yeah, no prep, just riding, having fun. Yeah, I mean, it's you got to work on your chassis. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it definitely would help if it went back to more chassis kind of work. Uh, and that's kind of what I've seen. That's what I've heard with the Reaper. You got to work on the chassis a little bit more. It's not as much, you know, working with the tire. Uh, you ain't, it's called you ain't had it long enough yet. It'll be exactly the same thing as the mics. For yeah. When it's all said and done, I mean, you know, you'll have them cured. You'll have them, you know. We run, that's why we, we run that Reaper with cold, you know. It was a brand new tire. Driver. We put 30 in it that morning, but that was a waste of time. But, um. It's a good tire, I thought. I mean, but they said it coming off the wheels. But he said his go kart will split them down the middle. I ain't never seen one do that. I, I think yeah. that might have been the older ones or something. But yeah, the ones we had was good that day. We went in both classes to the line down the center. Damn, but, yeah. Yeah, we were in both classes at Paradise with them. Hit them with some old uh, creosote. 
Gold Crisco. Call them black gold, baby. <laughs> Anytime it's got sand in it down at the beach, you you better have some of that in your trailer right there. Yeah, definitely. That's some that's some good stuff right there. We used to use it a lot. And Ainer, I helped Robinson. We started 14 super heavy, and he led lap three and put a half track on. We hit him with some black gold right there. Come on. So on the belt. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you know, man, just really taking in everything, you know, you you know and, and you've grown up with the racing aspect and, and you know, seeing so much, having different drivers and all these races and winnings. What is something you'd like to change about the sport if there is anything? Oh, it's so much it ain't funny, but I mean you gotta we gotta change the I think gotta change the classes. It's gotta get we gotta get down to, you know, twenty or fifteen a you know, a racetrack and then it's just it's hurting it bad when you got all these different classes and you gotta have all these tires and and not let people run out of different classes. I mean, you should never be able to run a green plate and run limited. I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah. You need to stay in the classes. And I mean, it just makes it, you know, deal for, you know, the little guy can't afford to run all the classes either. He's at a big disadvantage because they get to run them other classes. If you move up, you got to stay up. You, you know, you need to stay in the class and you get the age, you know. It would just help everything you know and then some way figure out how to get a police department in here yeah just kind of you know, kind of having somebody who just like a head that keeps everything going you know kind of keeps everything a little bit a little bit organized and everybody listens to you know now everybody's just going wild you know just it's just too much it's just uh engines tires you just need some kind of police department there to guide people you know a little bit yeah, help help get started. Make sure everything's still going good, and just kind of keeping some structure, you know. Yeah, it would help a lot, man. It's just like now everybody's just going crazy outlaw style, you know. Just and then everybody, I don't know, you know, it's just a lot of different engine combinations all over the place. Just I don't think they ought to ever got that other engine started. It ain't nothing but a clone anyway, but. Yeah, I mean it's just like another problem. Yeah, too many variables going on. Like twenty classes for them. Yeah, it's like man, dang, what is this? All this, this is wrong with your brain, <laughs> predator. I said, man, you know, you got one place you buy the motor, you got one claim, you got one. Don't even check them. I said, man, what are you, that thing's faster than the dang clone. Live stream <laughs> the tech shed, and, and then you got one. Yeah, I think they did try to. You know, they run a lot of these boys are running dang NKA motors, you know, you know, AKR racing, you know, they because you can, you got two different engines there. Yeah. One's got a bigger cam, one's got more horsepower. Yeah. You know, they, a lot of people ain't checking stuff. They used to check stuff hard back in the day, man. Keep everybody in line. You want to race, you're coming down. You you knew it, you know, you're coming down. Oh, yeah. Shit, I remember. You'd win a race, you dropped your bo- your motor off in tech in a box, and you picked it back up, and the box was closed, and you had a bunch of bolts. That's right. And you give it to your engine builder, and they give it to you the next race. But, I mean, now they just – they just a lot of stuff going on. They need to police a little better. Yeah. Hell, um, I still got one in a box. <laughs> I mean, 
you know, if they don't go out there and just kill you, I mean, you may, you know, I mean, we won pro limited to big O. We didn't have a single boat in our limited. I mean, I was like, man, that plane, really? Mm-hmm. It wasn't even a boat left in it. They took the cranks out there and everything. I said, man, I said, I hear you. Y'all made sure we was right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was JT's engine. I mean, you know, um, Dove, it was his engine. You know, I don't know. I just know that Donnie won both classes and warm up and pro super heavy and his air filter still on his engine. <laughs> <laughs> the only two classes that we did race that day was the two wheels on the bowling and that makes rest of them paid all qualifying. Yeah. I thought that was a little special. Yeah. So so the other question we asked is one what what is one thing you like about it? I just love racing. Yeah, I like just... I like, you know, racing against people and see who's got the best stuff, you know, it's just the competition every time yeah i mean i, I asked for some i think everybody said man so i said it's almost exactly the same so yes. what do you mean i said you gotta have all your stuff ready before you go i said you gotta make the right cast you gotta make the right tire call you i said it. man it's so much so the same stuff that it's just you gotta have an organization you know i go out there and, and kind of be at peace you know but it's a lot of the same making the right move at the right time i mean it's a lot of the same stuff. Yeah, I feel like you know, I one of my buddies is he, you know, he's he's all decked out. Got he's kind of like you, you know, going fishing and loves it, and is is really big into it. Uh, and I feel like it's it's very comparable. You know, when you're fishing, sometimes it's not going to work. You know, it's a little slow in the morning, so like you're having a rough qualifying or something like that. But you know, you have the experience behind you. You're going to figure it out. Whether it's changing, you know, bait, changing area. Uh, changing how you're casting, it goes into you know maybe we're changing the you know the prep or changing the tire, doing an adjustment oh, on yeah. the, the chassis. Very similar to uh to to racing. Well, so we race seven days a week here at the shop, man. I gotta get out and do something else. I mean, it's just I bench race every day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People call me. I mean, some people call me. The mechanic could call me. The driver and the dad and tell me the same three stories, but you know in you got 20 people doing that every day. It's just, you ain't never seen this track before in your life. You feel like you done run a thousand laps. <laughs> but I mean, you know, you help them out to try to get them better, but we, we race every day here and I got to get away every now and then to do something a little different, you know? Yeah. So, it so makes it, if you don't, man, you drive, you drive, you insane. Boy. So, so every time, every chance, every little chance you get, you know, fishing's kind of like your escape. That are going out with some nice looking girl. <laughs> <laughs> now this bike right here, that's a seller. Yeah, I mean, I got I got other stuff like to do, but I ain't with so much money left in the game. You know, it both in both the sports I'm doing is hot hard <laughs> so stuff. Damn, damn expensive stuff. I got a ranger. I got a ranger, and them in the bait ain't cheap either. I mean, we all bass fishing. It's tough. Yeah, I yeah. fish against all the dabbling pros out there, boy. Yeah, they, they, I ain't Cherry won the classic two years of straight, and I, I've had to fish against him all the time. Yeah, them boys don't play. That that is that's they some money going there. into that. They what, and they'll tell a lie more in a, in a go kart racer in a minute. <laughs> they tell you they ain't five foot. You better head out to twenty. <laughs> they ain't gonna be close to what they said. Man, I tell you this: I was in a tournament with one of my buddies, and 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 you know, I don't, I do it every now and then. uh but uh you know we're fishing in this area and he's like hey just, just hold on don't cast because we're, we're doing pretty good we're catching pretty good and uh 
So we just hold off, let them pass. They holler us, y'all catching anything? Nah, man, we ain't been doing good. We got one in the well. We got we got a five bag ready to go. We're we're by, <laughs> we're catching them all the time. Oh yeah, we man, people ask us all the time. We out there, my partner. He he said, man, we just called a cold out there. Is all we did. We we probably called a hundred. <laughs> yeah, can't ever tell them because they, they'll they'll. And he, he changes his clothes after he leaves the place so they don't know where he's fishing at. <laughs> he goes, he practices in a different boat. It's, it's tough. That's Same some hardcore shit right there. Jeez. Oh, he changes boats and he, they all do it out there now. They, they got, they ride in different boats. You don't know what they in out there. Yeah. They're out there all the time. Yeah, damn. That's insane. Thousand dollars fish. on Saturday night. Ain't, uh, fishing term ain't bad, dude. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, they putting them in baskets too. They a lot of cheating going on with that too. Now that goes, yeah. oh yeah, put, putting those I weights did, in I, the fish. I'm not into cheating. I, I might not read that rule book like, like they wrote it because there's too many gray areas. But you know, I don't blatantly cheat. You know, I just don't. It ain't really. You there's know, no gratification it, it, it from you it. You ain't learning nothing. You ain't gonna get nowhere. And yeah, in my opinion, there's no gratification from it. We've never done it, and. If you have to cheat to win, there's you, you shouldn't be doing it, you know? You get way behind when you got to do it right because then you'll be slow as all get-outs. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of people cheating. Though. I, ain't, I hate to say it, but I ain't going to ever say no names, but there's a lot of it going on. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, this guy brings back to so much money involved. It's, it's, they, they, made their, they made their living like it. Yep. And it ain't hard to do. I mean – if you really want to do it, you can do it pretty easy, really. Yeah, definitely. It just ain't no fun to me. Zero I fun. like everybody to think I'm cheating. I like everybody to say, man, ain't no way he's right. <laughs> <laughs> I heard him say that at, at Paradise. He said, we finished buying that 154, man. You, we got to look at it. Here's another engine, but he said, there's no way that thing's right. <laughs> hmm. I said, man, we're beating you so bad off, too, over there. It ain't funny. What I wanted to tell him, I started laughing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you can't see that, it's bad, you know. But Banker said he was behind, and he said he missed the corner and still pulled me five. So I knew I had to have one. Yeah, but I mean, you know, he said that thing was just sick. Definitely, I like it. So, well, man, we'll finish it off with uh, anyone you'd like to thank. All them, all my customers, man, everybody that helped me out and. It's helped me along the way. My brother helps me. He works with me. There's a lot of people out there, but you know, I I don't. It's hard to sing out somebody. There's a lot of people helping me out a lot, man, and I appreciate it way more than everybody thinks I do. I'm I'm kind of quiet, you know, in a way, but it's just I get tired and stuff. You know, I just I don't know. It's just hard to. I don't like giving up a lot either, though. Yeah, it's just hard. To, it's hard to work on. People don't understand how hard it is to get to figure it out, and you give it to them for nothing. They just think it's cheap. I mean, and it they don't seem to appreciate it. Though you work yeah. ten years to figure that out, and you give it to them in two minutes. Yeah, and and they they didn't put half the work in. You know, no, it's just it makes it hard, man. You know, you, you know, like how hard do you think this was right here to get y'all to win that quick right there. It's, 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 and a lot, lot of times, hours. a lot of times, you know, when people see prices of things, you know, they're not, they're paying for the knowledge and, and 
it's uh it's you know i, I feel like knowledge is va should be valued and i feel like it shouldn't be a bad thing to pay for knowledge you know because it like you said it took a long time for things to be figured out and it, you know it should be you know compensated you know yeah, they'll they'll just go switch on they'll switch brains on you in a New York minute, and then they slow down and don't run as good. But they they too got too much pride to come back. Yep. Yeah. Like they run with the flips as they leave. It's <laughs> like I don't even get it though. But it it's all the time like that. Yeah. It's um. I don't know. This game's weird, man. I you know offer them a ride and tell them they're gonna pick up a tent, and they won't even talk to you about it. Yeah. It's like, what in the heck is going on around here? <laughs> <laughs> if somebody offered me a tent, I'm going to try it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Absolutely. I mean, a tent is almost expensive. I can tell you that. It's really oh, yeah. expensive. When you go from fifth to first, it costs you a lot more money. Oh, yeah. You know, Definitely. but if you can get in the top five, you're going to win some races. In, but that, that from sixth to first is expensive. Definitely. Especially when we're racing for thousands. That's right. I mean, in, in qualifying, has got so critical because now it's, you know, you, it's just a lot of times you can get out there and ride around in first, second, and just, you know, win the race. But if you're yep. back there in 14 or 15, you're getting your body beat off, you know. And, and you're miserable. It's just hard to win from back there. You got to okay. really be good, boy. Definitely. But so, leads up to everything else. You got to have everything dialed in. It's all about the work you put into it. At the house, mostly, you know, you you know, it's just in time. That's what's hope. You know, to me, that's what another thing's got it. It's not if there's only one thing. It's the money and the time is what's got it. You know, it takes a lot of money for the tires and a lot of time. It's both of them. If it was just one, we could deal with it. But yeah. You got time and money involved. It makes it rough. I just yeah. wish we could dial it back to five sets or something somehow, some way, and that was all you got to run. I mean, that, and that's all you get. Yeah, it's just definitely. it would make it so much funner, and you wouldn't believe how much fun it'd be. Oh yeah, cut cut the classes. I'm all for that, man. I mean, I like you know, I don't mind being there eight or nine hours, but I don't, I'm not there. I'm not a good twenty four hour endurance. You know, mm -hmm. you know, watch the sun come up and then watch it go down. You know, it just makes it like two days later, you still hurt. Yeah, yeah. You're, like, recover you're recovering by the time because it don't stop. So you got to get up Sunday morning, hurting and everything, getting everything ready because you're gonna be racing the next weekend. So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta it push it through. Tough, man. It makes it hard, but if I could get that figured out, man, and, and you know, go kart racing to me, you could do it all yourself, man. I worked on the big car stuff, man. You gotta have help. You got it's times ten everything. Yeah, go over times. The old man told me this one time. He said, "Go ahead and times it by ten. Yeah. And I mean, go kart. You can do it all yourself. You got to, and that makes it so much, you know, fun. You know, you, you either. When I had my race car, I had to beg people to help me. You know, because mm -hmm. I couldn't do it. You couldn't do it by yourself. You could, you could but do go karting go by your car. You can do it all yourself, and you can go in the back of the truck and win the race. That's what makes it so fun. Yeah, definitely. It's, I mean, it's, like, it's a little bit more friendly when you don't have as much help. Yeah, I mean, you, you got – it's the most fun you have with your clothes on, let's say that. <laughs> <laughs> In my opinion, I've done a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's just a, well, I, I mean, I, was, I wish I was young enough to still drive again because I think it's a lot easier now. Back in the day when I was driving, man, you get it nose going that race. Yeah, you had to wheel up on it but, and have everything going. 
I'm not little so, like I need to be, so <laughs> the little man's maybe, game too. Maybe uh maybe when Rodney retires he'll come back, drive a little bit. Yeah, he's he's got him in hand he got him a new driver coming up this year. He's that NASCAR's really man, I don't I don't know yeah. what they got going on. Uh yeah, it's they trying yeah. to get the bankrupt or something. I don't know if they're trying to get <laughs> they sure are doing it. Gene, I don't, I just don't know what he's doing. I don't, I don't even watch it no more. I, I ain't watched the race all year. <laughs> the most you really? know about NASCAR is talking to Rodney, huh? Oh yeah, I mean it's just it's it's hard. To, I mean segments and it's just making it like yeah. the uh, Formula One's all they're doing in the road courses. I mean we don't. You need ovals, man. They, they take Charlotte out of it. just bite us over out of here. I run a road course, right? Yeah. Well, they they just announced I mean, they're going back to Bristol twice. They're taking the dirt off of Bristol, which. Which, I mean, fine. I mean, they don't need to run dirt races either. They're running asphalt. Yeah. Leave the dirt I mean, you know, it's, just, dirt it's, it's just hard to deal with what they're trying to do, though. Yeah. You go out there and run 400 laps. Run 400 laps. Don't stop. Mm. I don't know. I just. We'll <laughs> <laughs> go run an exhibition in a football stadium. I think two road courses a year is plenty. I think that'll blow Daytona up and Talladega up. Just blow them sky and start all over. <laughs> I mean, you know, the drivers hate it, man. They all yeah, yeah. they do. Riding around like nothing. I mean, yeah, nobody wants to wreck at those speeds, and they get hurt bad, and then they can't get away from each other. It's just, it's just not really good. It's kind of same thing. And you put they, some more they need more Martin Fields and more Richmond and stuff. Yeah, I and agree. And, and they need to just go run. You know, they took the race in Charlotte that should have took the 600. should have made it five, and then they made it on the road course. I said, man, y'all can't do nothing right. <laughs> the 600 lap was way too much in the middle of the summertime. They should have made it 500. I mean, it's like, wow. Yeah, definitely. And then for the Daytona Clash, they made it a road course. I said, man, what is wrong with these people? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, what, two years ago? Nobody, was... Nobody's in the stands. I said, man, do y'all not see this? Right. I mean, I, I love it. I love it because it hurts go-kart racing because back then when everybody's doing it, there was a lot of people getting in go-kart racing to get prepped up for that. You know, exactly. They yeah. were trying to go do that. I ain't saying they were going to do it, but now they just, shoot. Yep. No, the dirt no, racing, but dirt car racing is big right now. Oh, it's yeah. Thriving. Thriving. So that's really, that's really something good. I'm glad that's going good, you know. So that kind of helps because there's a bunch of people doing that. Definitely. But uh, I, gu- I guess we'll wrap it up, man. We we really appreciate you coming on and cutting some time out. I know. Man, it was, it was good talking to y'all, man. I don't mind talking to people who's got a little bit of sense. I, don't, <laughs> I really I talk to a lot of people that don't a lot of times, and it's kind of tough, really. Yeah. We, uh, you know, we, we, you've been on the list for a while. You know, you've been in the game for a long time, you know, innovator of the sport. And uh, we were, we were really happy and thankful that you came and sit down with us, man. We appreciate it, man. I'm glad y'all had me on. I appreciate it. Uh, I think I'm gonna do a raffle on some carts. If somebody's, I might well get a plug in while I can right there. Yeah, definitely. I'll, I think we'll, I'm gonna we'll do a post. couple stamping a flat cart. So be on the lookout. 10 4, man. We'll, we'll definitely that. put might, that in the post. I'll put it have to have it. Absolutely, man. Wild. It'll be badass. Hell yeah. <laughs> Give them the Mark Miller special, man. baby. Give them the penthouse special. It'll definitely be that. Yeah. <laughs> but Mark, Y'all man, boys have a good one, man. And um, Yes, sir. You uh, too, appreciate man. appreciate y'all having me on. Yes, sir. Absolutely, have a good man. Have a good night, man. See ya.
what a, what a what an awesome what an awesome interview to have guys man we've been we've been really excited to have him on and uh you know he's he's really a legend he definitely he is a he's, legend yeah he's he's had so many people ride his go-karts and just so many big names and and uh really I mean, he i thought it was i didn't realize he was the first to make an offset chassis that was pretty cool to learn it was yeah that was that was really cool and and just to know how much work and effort he puts into his stuff just really goes to to show that like it, it's it the product is it, it is what it is you know he, he's giving you the best product he's not skimping out on anybody and, and it's really cool to uh to hear that and, and know that he's doing that absolutely he he does he belongs on a mount rushmore of go-karting for sure <laughs> definitely I mean, shoot, he talked about he's one of the first people to cut the Burris and then, you know, you're putting the, the 800 on the right front, like just trying things because I I feel like it gets a little scary to try things and he, he definitely he, is not scared to try a single thing. He was trying things that are now the norm, you know, back when like people wouldn't even think about it. Yep. That's fucking that's so crazy, man. Definitely. But innovator. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, you know, we, we can't thank him enough for coming to sit down and that's how kind of hard with how much he he's working and stuff, but we're very thankful that Mark came sit down with us, man. We enjoyed the heck out of it for sure. And, uh, we, we got some really good guests coming on and we got, we got some big ones and, 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 uh, we're looking forward to it. And we just want to say thank you to everyone who listens. We appreciate all of y'all, uh, because without our, without y'all listening, you know, this would, this would mean nothing or it, it would mean, it would mean something, but it just, it wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't have. The support and stuff behind us so we're really really Wouldn't thankful for everyone yeah and uh we will catch y'all next week guys so y'all have a good one and uh yeah talk to y'all later take it easy Allah.